The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. What's going on, my Ghost Squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 283. Today's date is Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. We are live, as always, on YouTube. If you're out there in the side chat live with us, go ahead and say hello. We don't know that you're out there unless you do. If you have any questions or comments that you want to uh, you know, be noticed or asked or whatever, go ahead and tag myself or anybody on here. We'll see if we can get to you if it's a, a quote-unquote relevant topic or relevant question, although there's nothing relevant about this chat, so it is what it is. If you'd like to text into the show, yes, you can text into the show. Utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates with Aegis Gun Care. That number is 530-364-4678. And go check out AegisGunCare.com. If you're a veteran, really anybody, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness and you're looking for that light, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I cannot give you medical advice, but I could probably be a decent ear, maybe talk you through some stuff. If you are looking for someone to get you some medical attention, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this fight. There are a lot of brothers out here that are willing and able to help you in any way possible. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, 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 please utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255. We are spotlighting, as always, United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, see the website, marine.com. And we are thrown a little bit different. We are still a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network, but we're also going to be introducing a little bit about the Rapid Fire Radio Network that uh, some of us are, are, are part of, and Clover and I are going to be a part of that. Looking forward to that. We'll talk a little bit more about that in upcoming episodes, but uh, proud member of the Rapid Fire Radio Network. Let me get this off of my ugly mug and say hello to all the freaks that have joined us. Uh, I'm just saying it's 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 a distinguished list, <clears throat> um, and it's a long list, but uh, let's say hello from Anderson Manufacturing, our good buddy Kyle. What's going on, Kyle? How you doing, brother? Hey, doing well. Thanks for having me on, Ghost. Absolutely, man. Love to have you. And uh, from the only state that's four letters, it takes two people to spell. Uh, the weird state of Ohio, we got Chris from the 740. What up, Holmes? Uh, what's going on, Ghost? Thanks for you know, the invite. Uh, uh, anytime. Glad to be here. Uh, I don't know why you're glad to be here, but we're glad to have you. We'll just put it that way. Um, from the weirdest state in the Union... He is the Oki from Chelsea. No, he is not Merle Hager, but that is the gun snob. What's up, home? Yo. 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 Stuff and things. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yep, yep, yep. Man of many, I just, many, I'm just many excited to be words. here for Chase's segment at the end of the show. That's all. I uh, I'm not sure that that segment's going to be around much longer after last week. We uh, we did get a letter from the uh, FCC and asked us very politely to uh, refrain from the topics that were brought up. So, are you sure that wasn't from Peter? Uh, could be too. I haven't received that yet, but I anticipate that letter coming any day now. Um, yes, yes. Thanks yes. for having me. You got it. Speaking of that weird bastard from EAA, what's up, Chase? Hey. Uh, I don't even want to know. I don't. I don't even want to know. Just, just, were, just stop. Really stop. Don't. No, I really don't. Really You're don't. right. <laughs> I mean. I'm really sad because that was a fun segment last week, and we should see if we can just double down on that. Uh, I would appreciate it if you did not. Uh, we might uh, have a segment, but we're not going to double down on on that particular one. Uh, if you're wondering what we're talking about, do not go back last week to the last five minutes of the show. It's probably not worth it. Oh, I'll probably give them a quick debrief. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, moving quite along. From uh, he's basically been riding shotgun with this. He's a quasi co-host for a long, long time uh, since basically day one. But he is from the great state of Texas, the tactical virus. I mean, uh, Leprechaun himself. What's up, Flo? Yo. He said he's a paid YouTube shill. That's about right. That's yeah. about right. Truth uh, and advertising, man. I understand. And uh, our good friend. From Aegis Gun Care up there in Idaho. He is a hoe. Uh, we really wish we would have gotten Shelly, but we'll take Rod instead. What's up? How much, guys? Thanks for letting me jump on in the last minute. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I know I know that uh, you've been running, um, or you were, you were running a competition to, um, everyone knows that the Aegis Gun Care logo is an amazing logo, and, and Rod and Shelly decided they were going to try to name the warrior on the logo, and uh, I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, I mean, just real quick, I appreciate it. Let me jump on and all, and absolutely, I don't blame you. I Shelly probably better on here than me anyway, because I, I don't know that I fit it in with this whole cast. I feel a little bit. Let's be I honest. Agree. No one. A little, and I feel a little inadequate. So here's a problem. No one really fits with this crew, but I'm not going to lie. I feel much more comfortable with you on because Shelly, it, it, it would be an interesting. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that she should be in the, in the same room with all these people because, um, yeah, I, I'd feel sorry for her. Yeah, I just, I'm kind of glad Snob doesn't have his real face on there because. It sucks him being so damn sexy and have to be on the same screen with him. It's just screen. It's just it's it's it, it, it is rough. It is rough. I understand. It, well, see, it's I appreciate hard. I appreciate Snob when he has his camera on. It makes me look a hell of a lot better. I'm just you know. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. There's you know, that. Mo most women like tall, dark, and handsome. My wife settled yeah, for there. He is short, pale, and average. But it is what there is. That sexy beast. See, now I really feel inadequate. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. Oh, well. But anyway, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Yeah, we like I said several weeks ago when we were on here, we decided to just have a little fun with stuff. And when we had our logo kind of redone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not. But and have a full war. We decided to just have some fun with it, which everybody knows, and have a little contest naming. Had people sitting in things and had Clover and Ghost on to be guest judges to help 
pick out a name. And I appreciate it. We got quite a few um, submissions. Unfortunately, I thought we got a lot of doubles. People were saying lots the same thing, but we got a bunch. One, but I'm going to submit it now. Can we just call him Fred? I've been my, I, see. Here's the thing. I don't care. I don't care what Rod and Shelly say. My vote has always been Bob, and he will always be Bob for me. I was told from the very beginning that Bob is not a valid answer, but he'll always be Bob for me. I'm just saying. So, unfortunately, there is now Team Bob. So, I guess we'll there deal is, with there that. There is a hashtag Team Bob out there. There is Thank Team Bob. For that. Thank you for that, guys. And Bob will probably live in infamy. So. <laughs> but anyway, no, I... I appreciate it. I always appreciate when you allow me to jump on here and oh, my ugly face up here. Anytime. You're welcome anytime. Uh, real um, quick before we go on further, real quick. Uh, mandatory carry, $5 super chat says half for each of us. Thank you for that. Uh, we do not encourage, nor do we ask for super chats, but you guys know that uh, all super chats go to sending care packages downrange to our, our guys and gals down there. And last year we raised over $2,600, and they say – the organizations that I work with, the average um, care package costs $15. So uh, we sent a lot of care packages last year. So thank you for all of that. I appreciate you guys. Sorry, Rod, go ahead. No, it's your show. I mean, it's your world, you though. It's your world. Well, I've always said that. But I didn't think anybody ever actually took me serious. I'm just, I'm just making you feel, hopefully, making you feel better. I always say that, but. Shelly just laughs at me. Well, Shelly should laugh at you, but it's okay. But anyway, so we did that. We threw that out there, ran it for a few weeks, got a lot of neat ideas, a lot of stuff thrown out there. Yep. Um, other than Bob. And really, we kind of figured stuff, and I'll just get into it real quickly and let you know we decided we're going to have, we were just going to have one winner, and then we're going to get one of our, um, our combo, our cleaning mat and gun cleaning combo kits mm -hmm. is what the winner was going to get. Well, we ended up having, we're going to have two winners for that because we took two submissions and put them together, which Shelly was telling me about it. And then Clover threw it in on his email to me that he thought that would sound cool. So yeah, Shelly and Clover both said it. So we said, okay, we're going to do it. And I, I, I just let so you know, I, pro I protested. Yeah, I protested because I still voted Bob, but once again, I got turned down. And I got the email to show that he kind of agreed, but still said he's not backing off of Bob. I agree with the name, but I, I, he'll always be Bob to me. So, so what's the name? So we're going to go with the first, we're going to have like a first and last time we threw two things together that have some meaning and stuff. And the number one that was sent in by Gizzard Gary. I know, snob. I know. Screw that guy. <laughs> but it was Protego, which Latin means protection. And then um, I believe I it was. I can't spell that word. Exactly. What's that? I can't even spell that. Exactly. Well, either could I, but luckily Gary spelled it in his message. <laughs> that's, that's good. And I think he spelled it right. So, and then we went with the second, the name is going to, the second name is going to be Maximus. So Protego Maximus, basically maximum protection. And that one was by Judas Priest 666. Of course On Instagram. Was. 
That's sent so that one in. So each of those two, we will be sending out a cell. I probably have Gary's, but I'll have to get addresses for both of them. We'll send out a gun cleaning kit and the, the mat combo to them. I'll put Gary's and address then, in the side chat for you. It's in Kelsey, Oklahoma. So. Yeah. And then after I read, if we was going through them. You better be um, careful putting those addresses out there. The, the Jehovah's Witnesses might show up, just saying. Oh, God, put it out there. <laughs> so I decided to do a third one, like of um, honorable mention, just because I thought it was funny. And I'm just going to send this person a lube and solvent combo pack. Yeah. And it was on, I'm not, I don't remember how the whole thing went, but if you want to look at it, go on to Ghost's Instagram and on his post where he had our contest announcement, look down and it's from the Instagram name was Shenanigans. Shenanigans, yeah. Yeah. And it was hilarious. I got to, you should go read it. I should have just got it on here so I could read it. But nobody wants to listen to me run my mouth that long. But, Anyway, go read it. It's about the um, Greek mythology um, <laughs> person, um, Bofides. And I'd never heard the whole story of Bofides until I read that. Isn't that Hank Williams Jr.'s nickname? Oh, I was Bofides. I'm sorry. But if you get a chance. Congress says when he's talking about two things Bofides. Bofides. So. I read that and I laughed my ass off. I thought it was funny because you had to read it to get the last the last sentence and then it, he hits you with it. And so but jump on the ghost Instagram and go look at that. It's pretty funny. I got a kick out of it. So we'll get in touch with him and have him give me an address. We'll send him out that awesome. thing to his honorable mention just because it was so funny. Protega Maximus. Yes. And we'll go with that. Way, AKA, above, way above, way above my brain level. Yeah. A aka Bob. Bob. So it's always gonna be Bob. Just saying it is what it is. But Bob is I'm always gonna call him Bob. So like the good thing is is if you ever hear me say Bob, you'll all know what I'm talking about. Hey, Bob cleaned my gun today. Bob there you my go. gun today. But we had some really some people put in some really good ones. Yeah, there were some good ones. Uh, Chase uh, like did a really one, good I, one. I, I like Zeus as well, because I just think Zeus is a badass name. I just love Zeus though. Yeah, Chase did a really good one, and Mr. Snow um, from Instagram, he did a couple of really good ones that were well thought out. Yeah. So, yeah. but that's what we did, and I appreciate everybody that took part in our little screwing around, having a little fun, and yeah, stuff like that. So, no, no, I'm glad. I'm glad it all worked out. I'm glad there was a, there was a lot of good names. Like there are a lot of people put some like actual like, and this is being serious. I'm not joking. There were a lot of people that put like an actual like a lot of thought and effort into naming it. They went back into the Greek mythology side and and trying to find out what different like Apollo was there. I love Apollo, the god of war. Um, obviously, Zeus was there. Maximus is a great name. Um, so there's a lot of people that were kind of, that got into, and instead of just throwing like weird stuff, like I had like Bob, um, people actually put thought into the, the names. I thought that was pretty cool. So, I'm and it was, I'm not out. just saying it cause Chase is here, but Chase, like I said, Chase did a really good one. There was actually some thought and some good don't definition give, there. Don't give him any credit. He doesn't get and then credit. Mr. Snow makes that he had several of them that were well thought out and good definitions. Right. That's how it was pretty cool. Well, awesome. So. Um, 
I'm glad. No, I appreciate it all. It all and we will yeah, absolutely get those out. And it was something fun to do. Yeah. You're going to stick around, right? Like, what's that? You're going to stick. You're not leaving, are you? Oh, I might stick around for a minute until Shelly okay, gets you, home. You, and you act like you were leaving. I was like, what the hell? You don't, you don't just come in here and give us a quickie and leave. That's at least leave the money on the nightstand, man. Come on. Well, I'll stick around for a short time until Shelly comes home and realizes dinner's not made. No, every, everything in my life is short time. So right, let's just. Right. You don't you know. worry about Shelly. I'll take care of her. I'll line her up. <laughs> you, <laughs> you get plenty of guys that are going to take care of Shelly for you, Rod. Don't you ever worry about that. Oh, I, I'm sure of that. <laughs> uh, you guys know that every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday or on our community tab, we have our polls out there. Polls. And uh, we have some fun with them. Let's go through them real quick. The first one was put out yesterday. It's got 1.6 thousand votes of these. Of these. I love what I say of these because I always get people, well, I'm going to guess this. It's not one of the answers, guys. Of these. What's the best sandwich? BLT. A club. A Cuban or a good old grilled cheese. Kyle, let's start with you. Of those four, what would be your favorite of those four? I'm going with the club. Good boy. Good answer. Actually, I love all. That's why I picked all. I love all four of these. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong. But it, you really can't go. See, the problem with mine is a BLT would not be a BLT because I don't like tomatoes, so it'd just be a BL. Um, but I know that's like everyone's favorite sandwich in general. And what if you uh, ate it? What if you had a glass of iced tea when you drank it? When you I don't like it? tea either, so you know. Oh I, yeah, you're screwed then. Uh, what if I put some like Tostitos or something like chips? You know, it could be a tea or. Do you like um, fried green tomatoes? I don't like tomatoes in general. I, I the only thing I God, the only way I could eat tomatoes reason. is if like stewed tomatoes, like stewed tomatoes. I can you can put them in whatever. Just I don't like them raw, and and I don't like fried green tomatoes. A sandwich ain't a sandwich without a good tomato. Yeah. I guess I just don't know what the hell a good tomato sandwich is. Then my dad used to eat sandwiches with just tomatoes and mayonnaise. Like that's it. I'm like, oh my god, that's disgusting. That's like a serious Southern thing, man. Apparently, but it's like yeah, not for it's like, me. It's like banana and mayo. I, I'm all for banana and peanut butter because you can't really mess up anything with banana and mayo. God, you are from oh, Alabama, aren't you? I mean, that's not my thing, but like I've seen so many people like mm. get down on that, and I'm just like, look, I like mayo a lot, but I'm, I got. I love mayo, but mm. oh. all right. Anyways, uh, Chris, favorite of those four favorite sandwich? I'm going grilled cheese. Ah, now question: with or without tomato soup? I don't like tomato anything. There you go. I like, you I, like to, I like tomato soup also, but I don't like tomatoes. So, like grilled cheese and tomato soup is pretty damn good. Just saying. All right. Snob, what weird shit in Oklahoma are you going to pick? I'm funny, Chris, though. I knew he was going to be Okay. <laughs> of those four choices, what would you choose? Okay, fine. A club. What tomatoes? Club? Now, are you a are you a turkey club fan or the chicken club fan? I don't care. I'll neither do I. I don't neither do I. I like them both. Uh, I'm just going to skip over Chase. I'm afraid what he's going to say. Uh, Chase, 
Don't get us canceled. Don't don't get us canceled right off the bat. Well, obviously a veal cutlet, but no. I so mean, you're gonna go. Canceled. So you're gonna go Cuban because you like you know. No, I mean, I mean, honestly, it's I love Cubans, but it's pretty hard to argue with a is a good classic club. Yeah. Yeah. You know what goes good with a Cuban? A junkyard dog. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Oh my god! Yeah. That's a really inside joke, and uh, ones that know are laughing their asses off on the inside. So, uh, and a glass of milk, glass of milk, <laughs> some dairy. Have to add the milk for sure. <laughs> Gotta add milk. <laughs> oh lord! All right, moving right along. Uh, Rod, count. Uh, stop, stop. Yes, it does. By the way, uh, Rod, of those four, do you have a favorite sandwich? Yeah, I'm gonna have to say Cuban. I. Was never really had a Cuban, thought much of until I was spent some time, some vacations down in Florida, and had some really good Cubans. And yeah, a good Cuban is really hard to so beat. Good. So, and guys, in case you guys don't know, it's 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 a pork, kind of like a pork loin, kind of a pork with uh, some ham and some um, different whatever kind of mayonnaise you want. Some people like it a little spicy, but just mayonnaise, whatever mayonnaise, and then some pickle. Cuban's really damn good. Man, mojo pork and a spicy aioli, that's where it's at. It's really good. Yeah, the spicier, the better on the Cuban. Um, uh, Clover, are you going to pick like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something? Like, what are you going to bring to the table? Uh, I'd probably get a grilled cheese. Okay. Yeah. Whatever Keebler makes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, he's like, okay. Oh, someone's in a bad mood. I, I bet you that, that, that like, CBD must be wearing off his ass. Like, like s'mores. Oh, that's a sandwich. It is. That is technically a sandwich, boys. Uh, I know where you got this idea. That's the best part. What do you mean? Such a question. Where did I get this from? I know exactly which episode you watched to get this. (laughs) Yeah, you do. (laughs) Yeah, you do. We were probably talking about it, weren't we? In the chat or something. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. Uh, 1.6 thousand votes. This is actually one of the better polls that we've had as far as not like domination. BLT does win with 33% of the vote. Uh, Club comes in at second place with 23% of the vote. Grilled cheese at 22% of the vote. And the Cuban at 21% of the vote. So uh, pretty even. Once again, how can you go wrong with any of these? Um, So... Um, that one, that one's a fun one. Uh, our second question was put out, I think Saturday's got 1.5 thousand votes of the two who was in their prime. Let's say in their prime, who was the better athlete real quick, Bo Jackson or Dion? Um, let's start with Clover, Bo or Dion better athlete. Bo, Bo knows, baby. Bo knows that's in right. their prime, Bo knows. in their prime. Yep. Yep. Uh, Rod, what about you? Oh, that's easy. It's Bo all day long. I've always believed Dion was the most overrated, worthless defensive backs to ever put on the field. I'm gonna, I'm gonna so, disagree with you on that one. I would say yeah. that he was not a great def- uh, baseball player. Man, I watched Dion play a lot. And he could only cover people, and he was really good at that. He took half the freaking field away, dude. But he couldn't like, tackle anybody. He didn't need to because no one threw it towards him. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's right? Bo all day long. I no, I agree with Bo. I agree with Bo. 
um, we were having this discussion last week, and 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 I still believe that had he not gotten hurt, I think Bo is a Hall of Famer in football and baseball. There's a there's honestly there's an argument to be had that he could be a Hall of Famer in both anyways, but it won't happen. Well, and and could probably be a Hall of Famer in any sport he would have played. Oh, there's no doubt. I mean, right. can you imagine that dude in, in the Olympics? I mean, like, running whatever. track. <sighs> Come on. Yeah, whatever on. you, whatever. Yeah. Apparently, whatever. he's a damn good uh, archery guy with a bow. Yep. Also, like he's uh-huh. like legit with a bow. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Bow knows a bow. Honcho out there says sports ball. Let's go. <laughs> uh, I think Chase. I think I might know where Chase is going on this. His bedroom is decorated and Auburn bullshit. So I'm assuming he's going to go with Dion. Is that right? Uh, War Eagle and Bo knows. We all know this. <laughs> Can you I mean, imagine we- being on campus when Charles Barkley, Bo Jackson, and Frank Thomas were rolling through there? No, Good it's the Lord. greatest of times. Come on now. It's incredible. Incredible. And even those guys will tell you that Bo was the man. Like, he was the alpha of the alphas, you know. He does, and he still diverts. He says, Char- "He says Barkley's the greatest athlete Auburn ever put out." Like he's and he's being dead serious when he says it. The the funniest thing is I saw a thing. I think it was like SEC Nation or something, and they did a thing like an hour long thing on Bo Jackson and his Heisman Trophy is literally at Deer Camp in the corner on the floor. Like you almost trip over it, like it's like cobwebs and all that. I mean, it is literally on the floor. I think that's pretty awesome. Like, you know, he doesn't even put his Heisman Trophy where people can see it. It's pretty crazy. Uh, snob, I know it's sports. You're probably getting rashes, but uh, do you have a favorite of the two? Oh, Dennis Rodman. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Bo Jackson. Worm. A worm. Uh. Dennis Robin might be one of the better athletes here to play basketball. People don't realize how athletic that dude really was. Potentially greatest defensive basketball player. I think. I think played. he. I think he definitely is. Uh, he's he's a top three defensive and rebounder of all oh, yeah. time. Oh yeah, hundred absolutely, no doubt. Yeah, if you talk about being able to shut somebody down, whew. and he would, he could shut down a point guard all the way to a center. It didn't matter. Yeah, he was incredible. Unless, unless your name was Larry Bird. No one could shut down Larry Legend. No one hey, could. Hey, LeBron's the goat. He could shut me up down. No, just because LeBron says he's the goat doesn't oh, make him the goat. All right. LeBron never like Clover, heard of her. Because Clover, yeah, exactly. Clover, tell, he's the goat, according to Clover. But we all know the truth. Oh, my God. Please. <laughs> yeah, I thought Clover was the game. goat. King That's I what I said. LeBron he keeps playing ball. I'm not he the goat. Just, I'm not the goat. I'm a guy. goat, man. There's a difference, man. Yeah. yeah, he he did he did teach LeBron some things, you know, back in the day. God, I think I think LeBron went to Clover's summer camp basketball LeBron. camp. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, I'd pay money to watch Jordan take on LeBron like right now. I'd take yeah, that guy. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh snap. This is true. Guns and Barbecue did bring up a good point. It says technically, Bo didn't tackle anyone either. So <laughs> that's that's true. Nah, can you imagine? Can, can he you run imagine? over. He run over an awful lot of folks, though. He ran yeah. over Bosworth. That's for sure. <laughs> right. he, hey, he truck Dion the first time. Dion. Yes, ever he did. Uh, can you imagine Bo as a linebacker, though? Oh my god. 
That might have been the greatest linebacker ever to play if he was playing linebacker. Oh, my God. I don't know him that. running over Bosworth was just legendary. That was awesome. Oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, Bosworth, I give him credit for. He was uh, – back then, a, a big rival of the Seahawks were the Broncos. And about two weeks prior to Seattle going into Denver, all of these T-shirts started flowing through Denver and just said – you know, Bosworth sucks, and they were selling a ton of it. Everyone, like 50,000 people wearing Bosworth sucks T-shirts at that game. Comes to find out Bosworth made them and is the one that sold them. He made a fortune off of those T-shirts. Bosworth sucks, but he was smart. I'll give him that. I love that. I love that. Uh, Chris, Bo or Dion? Bo. I mean, I think this is where this is going. Kyle? Bo. Yeah. So here's a here's a sad thing. You put Dion up against probably ninety percent of other athletes, and Dion probably wins that poll. It just so happens we put him up against Bo, and um, it's sad. But yeah, Dion was phenomenal. Bo was, a, and I wish like people like the young like my daughter's twenty five, twenty six. That generation doesn't really know who Bo Jackson is, and I mean that that's sad. They they missed out on a few good years, but man, that guy was unbelievable. He did some things on the football and on the baseball field that I've never seen done before. And I might not ever, I, I tell Clover uh, and Clover found a, a video about the best throws from the outfield ever. My favorite throw that I, the best throw I've ever seen in my life is Bo Jackson threw out Harold Reynolds at home from the left field warning track and the ball never touched the ground. 330 feet on a line, and the ball never touched the ground. Um, and I think, Clover, didn't you say that Clemente had that throw from right field to third base was the one that won? Yeah, Clemente spin and turn. And this yeah. was their channel, and they can do whatever. Sure, and, 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 and that's a great throw as well. I mean, don't but, get me wrong. Clemente yeah, he was – that was all the way across the field the other way, and he was on a spin when Clemente threw it. So it's yeah. like, yeah, okay. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, the poll – 79% of the people are right and say Bo Jackson. Um, just saying. Uh, and our last poll, it's got over 2,000 votes. Favorite type of gun, your options, revolver, AR pistol slash rifle, semi-auto pistol, shotgun, or other. Uh, Rod, favorite type of gun. If you could only have one type of gun, one platform of a gun, what would it be? The only one I can only have one of my favorite. It's two different things. Okay, well, favorite. What's your favorite then? That's what the actual question was, was favorite. Yeah, handgun, semi-auto handgun. Okay. What would you choose if you could only have one? If I could only have one and all things in considered, it'd be an AR platform. Yep, yep. Uh, Snob, favorite? Semi-auto pistol. If you could only have one, would it change your, your answer? Probably shotgun. Okay, fair enough. Um, Kyle, you better say something that I think you're going to say. AR, baby. Let's yeah, you, you didn't have <laughs> a really whole hell of a lot of choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, he, he could go bolt action here in a month or two, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, the shotgun, the shotguns true. aren't aren't ready to release yet. That's so. No, no. Oh, another year or so. We'll have to we'll have to redo the. Yeah, because shotguns are so fucking hard to develop. Let's just be honest. Come on. It's the Clover Special. 
No, right. don't, don't. I mean, don't, a two by four and a couple, couple pieces of pipe, and you've got a you've got a shotgun. Engrave <laughs> Anderson in the side. Two by in the, the two by fours are optional. Well, the Clover Special <laughs> makes sense. A whole lot of talk, but nothing ever happens. So that that's that's valid. That is valid. Uh, uh, Chris, favorite. Ar. If you could only have one. Ar. Okay. Uh, Chase. What's your favorite? Bolt rifle. Okay. Okay. If you could only have one, would it change? Yeah, it'd be an AR platform. Okay. Um, virus, what about you? Favorite? Probably a revolver. Yeah. I see, I, I, I didn't know if you were going to go revolver or shotgun. I, I thought it, it could be close. Yeah, but lever actions also, you like lever, so. Yeah, I do. But It'd revolver is your favorite? Five Webley. Oh, God. Indiana Jones, huh? Mm-hmm. They're going Indiana Jones on us there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, if you could only have one, would it change? Change your thought process? Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about one for the duration of time, I mean, I'll go, I'll go with the semi-auto and the buckmark probably at that point. There you go. Yeah. Uh, me, um, favorite. <sighs> Man, that's tough. Probably semi-auto handgun. Um, if I could only have one, hundred percent be AR. Um, obviously, I think that there's a reason why ARs are out there, just because it's you can do so much um, with it. Um, you can customize it and all that, and that's kind of where we're going to be talking about tonight. Uh, before we move on to that side, over two thousand votes, forty-nine percent say AR style rifle slash pistol. In second place, 30% was a semi-auto pistol. Tied for third with 8% was revolver and shotgun. And coming in last was other. And most of those were bolt or lever action. Um, and yes, we, we, we did have a vote out there for the, uh, the A-10 Warthog. Uh, I, I see that. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that no one said minigun. I'm just saying. Um, you know, and the other section, other, you could put whatever the hell you want. Like, let's go crazy. And like, no minigun, like no mod like what's going on with that? But, oh, well, it is what it is. Um, the old Colt Gatling. Come on. I can't afford Gatling. Gun. Sure. Gatling works. That's just a crank. But for a yeah. minigun, not only do you got to consider the cost of ammo, but then batteries, right? This is true. This is true. It's kind of like a, a Prius. Like the idea of a Prius is a great one until you figure out you got to spend twelve thousand dollars on batteries every ten years or whatever it is. You know, right? Hey, Elon, build me a better minigun battery. Oh, if the, anyone the, could, a Tesla minigun, huh? Could you imagine mm. powered by Tesla on the side of an M134 Delta? I, you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I love it. That might be the greatest thing that you ever come up with, Chase. And there's some weird stuff that you come up with, but they're pretty good. But I'm, I'm going to put that on Twitter to Elon and just see what happens. I mean, mm, that might be the oh, that could be the greatest thing ever developed, powered by. Would you want to be say powered by Tesla or powered by SpaceX? Can you imagine? Oh, can you imagine him 
attaching a minigun to one of his rockets. Oh, we, well, we at know that point, why worry has... about the minigun? Why not go with a railgun? Well, I mean, in all in all seriousness, you know, SpaceX does have an FFL and an SOT and all the other good fun stuff because rockets are considered propelled devices. They are, they are munitions. So yes, they, are, they are. They are munitions. Their space launch vehicles are munitions. Man, that'd be awesome. So, I mean, he's already playing in the game. He's got a the life SpaceX support. SpaceX minigun. Mm, all right. Fun for a few days. Well, then he threw uh, the flamethrowers out there just as a goof. Hey, you know happened. what? A flamethrower would be cool as hell, too. He's like, you oh, know? we're going to make some flamethrowers. I'm <laughs> like, okay. And they are legitimately not bad flamethrowers, either. Uh, Sarge out there says, um, would include the life card. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. The life card is uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal. High capacity. Easy to use. Hard to carry. Um, firearm. So, yeah. Uh, MC has a very good question out there. Uh, did I miss one? Yeah. Is it up a while? or No, no. I'll just read it. It says, "So, can I form one a rocket?" Or is that oh, I just I just saw that. Yes, I was. I, I, was, I didn't see MC, but I was going to get ready to read that. Um, Clover, would that be a form four or form one? Depends on if you're buying it or I knew if you're he transferring. Had a fucking answer. Depends on if you're making it or if you're transferring. Form one is if you're making it. Yeah. Form four is if somebody else made it and, and you're going to transfer it to you. Name. Yeah. Yeah, but the answer to that question legitimately is yes. <laughs> if you can afford a rocket, then I guess right. you could have one. I wonder how long it. the paperwork would take for that stamp. <laughs> that's like a, you know, it's kind of like having a that's kind of like having an RPG, right? Like having yeah. the firing mechanism is one thing, but then two hundred bucks and a year wait for a rocket that you're going to shoot, it goes boom. Like now, Honchos did say it, it, it all depends on if there's an AR pistol stabilizer on it or not. Uh, yeah. Then just, again, you could get that. You could get that freeze tax stamp if you do that. You make that rocket the, the lower, and just you know, you get a free stamp. I'm just saying. Just waiting for the ITAR paperwork because you're going. Outside the country with it. Yeah. Uh, literally. Yeah. Um, so, Tim, very serious question. Okay. So, in space, will the bullet move forward or the minigun go backwards? Yes. I think the answer would be yes. I think yeah. there would still be the initial thrust of that, that, that projectile to move it forward, but there would also be that initial thrust backward for the minigun, unless they had it bolted on or stabilized oh. on something um I, I yeah i think the answer is yes i think both happen i don't know there's what do you no, guys think well there's no weight right but there's there's no there's no weight obviously but you can't get around mass right so that's what you're yeah. dealing with right you got to shift into this hole it's heavy so it weighs a lot no it's heavy so it has a lot of mass right and so in space that would be the thing so yeah it would be both you would you would move the minigun backwards yep. a little bit yep Imagine a Tesla AR-15, FNH says. Oh, <laughs> right. I mean, it, it could. I mean, like a digital battery-powered, like, trigger? 
Like we, we know digital triggers are out. I've got a digital trigger. trigger ain't got nothing on Tesla. That's what I'm saying. Like that's what I'm saying. And can you I imagine mean, if Tesla gets into the red dot game? Fifty five out, fifty five thousand hours, please. We're going a million hours of this without having to change a battery. What were you saying, I mean, Chase? I was saying if Elon would just get in the market, forget ARs, he could start building us like you know. Pulsed energy weapons and blasters yep. and turbo. Like he's and the, all he's the cool guy. Shit. I think he's yeah. the guy that on like legitimately, like legitimately, could bring that stuff down oh, the yeah. road. hundred oh, yeah. percent. You know. Yeah. Uh, thanks for letting us know that you were back. I didn't know you were gone, snob. So um, thanks for letting us know you were back. Appreciate it. You're welcome, Dick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Speaking of customizing, accessorizing the guns, that's kind of topic tonight. Um, I got a great email um, about two weeks ago, and I don't know if they were new. The way they were talking is kind of like they were either new or they were new to like accessories, right? Whether it's customizing grips or adding accessories to different, it's not just AR is a different thing, but they're talking about this, that, and the other. It was through one of my optics videos, and they're talking about, oh, what about this, this, that, and the other. So I was like, okay, we all liked to accessorize our stuff. We like to customize our stuff to some extent. Um, so I thought we'd do that. So um, let's start with Kyle and, and, and say, we're not going to go with a particular platform, but um, are there platforms that you personally like to accessorize the most or, or customize, if you will? Yeah, I'm going to go with the AR. Yep. So like it's just, it's the most versed platform. So when me. you when you get an AR and you get home and all of that, what's usually the first thing? Probably a dot or whatever. Aside from a dot, okay, and an AR or an optic, we'll say. Aside from an optic, like what other accessories will you throw on there? Um, the first thing I always do is a vertical foregrip. I don't know what it is it, with my shooting style or what. It, it is the most comfortable for me. I just like to have that forward control and uh, yep. probably after the foregrip, I'll find a good light, uh, something lightweight, something low profile. Um, and then that's usually where I stop. I don't like yeah. too many accessories on my rifle. Uh, besides, unless we're talking about like replacing the trigger, um, that's always one of the first things I'll do as well. So, yeah. So like, which like, do you have a, a specific brand that you like the most? or So when I started working at Anderson, they introduced me to Timney. And yeah. ever since, I, I've been – I'm a Timney fanboy now. Yeah, no, I get it. Do you like – for your AR, do you like a straight or curved trigger? Straight. Yeah. I like that. Sounds good. Uh, Chris, bring you in. Um, what platform do you find yourself accessorizing the most? Uh, for me, it's like a tie between AR and then the semi-auto handguns. Like, okay, I have, so I have to let, do a trigger in every pretty much every gun I get. Yeah, so let's let's go handgun first. Um, do you like a specific brand of triggers, or just what you can find, or is it gun specific? Which trigger you like to use? I mean, my favorite triggers are Apex all day long. Okay. If, if Apex offers a trigger for that gun, that's what I want to go with. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I saw this in the chat. Um, so when you're talking about accessorizing your hanger, are you talking about like a, a running a dot on it or changing grips or yes? Yeah, I mean, the dot's always going to be the very first thing I do. And then I'll go to the trigger and then I'll start changing springs and things like that. Um, firing pins. Do you have, like in a handgun, do you have, like a, let's say like a front sight. Do you have a specific type of front sight, whether it's fiber optic or night sights or white? I mean, like, do you have a specific type of front sight you like? My front sight, I prefer fiber optic. Um, and a suppressor height sight, you know, so I can yeah. at least have the backup through the dot. Um, I don't mind a black sight, but I can't stand an all blacked out sight on the rear. Oh, really? You yeah. don't like all blacked out? No, not oh, on the man. Rear. that's how that's one thing. We're directly really... opposite. Yeah, I absolutely love an all blacked out back, and, and I love a fiber optic front, but. Yeah, I cannot stand anything in the back. It drives me nuts. Like even if I comes with a white one, I can't find some aftermarket. I'll get black sharpie and like sharpie those white dots or whatever. And I, I can't stand them. Yeah. Go ahead, Chase. <laughs> Excuse me. You're gonna say something? Guess not. All right, uh, snob. Which one of your some of your favorite accessories that you add to uh, firearms? I mean, I guess I'd go with an AR because it's very easy to accessorize, and I usually put an optic, uh, usually like a hand stop or angle board grip, something simple on the of it, and a sling. Yeah. Now, here's a solid question. Defense Dad says, so if you build your ARs like I do, is it really accessorizing? Um, yeah, to me, to me, what I think is, is anything that's above, like, the base of the firearm you know if you're adding including optics that's still accessorizing i think that um you know there's not just one kind of of optic or whatever you have a lot of the, everyone has a, a specific way that they they want to have everything look and all of that so yeah i mean I, I still think anything that you add to a base model um oh the ginger bastard decided to show up nice um yeah, I still think consider that if you're building, you're still accessorizing. Now, I'm going to go back to Kyle real quick, and he brought up the broomstick, uh, the vertical foregrip. So let me ask you a question. When you run a vertical foregrip, do you hold the, the broomstick this way, or do you have your hands resting on the front of it? Yeah, no, it has to be vertical, and I have to hold it. Like you're holding it that way. Wow. I feel like Kyle also has a button on his vertical foregrip that drops out a tripod that he got off Wish.com. No, um, <laughs> never mind. Those Wish.com things are pretty good. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> so you're literally like you're literally going like vertical fist. Oh wow, that's not uncomfortable for you. No, it's very comfortable for me. I've wow. tried the angled grips, and they don't really work very well. See, I run an angled. If I if I have to, if I'm shooting something that's got a, a vertical grip, I'll run like my hand, like it's on a vertical grip, and just kind of rest that on the, the broomstick. But like, I this is not comfortable for me. I, I I don't man. I don't know why. It's just weird. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, to each his own. Uh, Chase. Yo, accessorizing. Do you have 
the handguns, ARs, what do you find yourself trying to customize or accessorize the I most? Mean, to be honest, I'm a tinker and I can't leave shit alone, so I'm 100% messing with everything I get. Okay. Now, are you a trigger guy, a trigger snob, where you change um, out triggers all the time? 100% trigger snob. All right, like so get, what's your go-to trigger? New, so if I get a brand-new AR, for example, since we're on the AR kick right now, the first thing that goes personally is a trigger. Okay. Out the door it goes. Geisley Super 3 gun goes in it, and I never look back. Is that a straight or curved for you? Uh, super dynamic, so straight. Straight, okay. That trigger is freaking amazing, too. It is. I've got one. <laughs> and I mean... And I'm kind of like Kyle, but I use I run a either I tend to run either a stubby vert, but I'm using it as a hand stop. I'm not using it as a, I, I as I'm a okay with a stubby. I'm okay with a stubby, you or know. A, you know, or something more like a hand stop itself, not quite an angled foregrip. Yep. No, I, I if I'm going to run anything, it's going to be underneath. It's going to be an angled like here. I've got an angle. I don't ever really use it. Uh, I love the Riker grip. Um, Honest to God, most of the time, I'm one of the ones that this is just how I always ran it. And when you do a lot of CQB, you want to stay compact in your work area. I always kind of just run my hand on the outside of the magwell. I know that a lot of people don't like that. That's how I run it. Um, People say, oh, you can't be accurate. I'm accurate enough. Like, don't fucking test me. I'm I'm accurate enough with my hand on the the magwell. You're Um, not a super exaggerated C-clamp shooter? I, I never understood that. Like, I get it maybe for, like, competition shooting because you've got to be, like, stable. Like, when it comes to ARs, like, it, it's it's a battle weapon. Like, I, 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 I'm, yeah. I over-exaggerated, like, like, hyper-extended elbow C-clamp. It's just weird to me. It just looks weird to me. And your next video, you've so got to pose, like, Costa in Japan. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. No, that's going to happen. Um, I'll make fun of it. No, no problem. Um, you know, the great thing about it is with my short arms, like I can have an AR pistol and still go like fully extended on the AR pistol and still, it'll still be fine. So not a problem at all. Not a problem. Rod, let's bring you in. Um, overall, like what kind of gun do you find yourself customizing or accessorizing the most? I'm sorry, but none. I put an optic on an AR and a sling, and that's it. Yeah. Um, pistols, I'm probably the only guy in America now. I'm seeming to find, quickly finding out that I've never put a light or, not, or a red dot on a pistol. So I don't run a light. And just, I've only got a couple guns with, with dots on them, and I'm still trying to get used to those. Uh, I do not I, like lights on them either. I recently went to the first, I guess, organized training class I've been into in like 15 years. Uh-huh. And since I'm getting old as shit and my eyes suck, I, I see the value in the red dot now, so I'm chopping around for one now. But that I'm with you. I don't, put any hand, I don't put hand stops or anything. I've always held the magwell at all, always. And I've always been told like you, that's dumb, don't do it, and it works great for me. I mean, so. it, it sounds weird. Like when, I, when we qualified in the Marine, I think Kyle will back me up, we had to – well, Kyle's much younger, so he probably had an optic. He probably had the Trigicon at boot camp. Did you not? Okay, good. I feel a little bit better. Um, you obviously had to hold it the, the proper Marine Corps way, but when you were going through 
CQB or whatever, absolutely. Like everyone was on that mag well. You just keep everything real, real tight. And it was great. Well, it's tight and compact. And mm -hmm. I get out and everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, you can't be accurate. That I'm like, boo honky. Like, you but get it's me. super uncomfortable for me. I guess it's because my long really? arms are long. Because yeah, like see, I and that might be the big thing. Honestly, that might be a thing. Like I have shorter arms, so that maybe that that may be the reason why. Honestly, but look at what you're doing, Ghost. Just how much accuracy are you going to lose when you're doing CQB with a rifle? That's what I'm saying. Like it my longest matter. shot's going to be you know 30, 30 feet. You know, like I don't. As long as I yeah. hit target, I don't, I'm not looking for freaking John Wick shots. I'm just trying to hit target in threat and move on, you know? You mean you're not um, going to pull out your shot timer real quick and hit it and then fire and then check grouping? Man, I'm not saying I wouldn't do that because, you know, I am, I'm kind of weird like that. Um, but, no, I don't I do not do anything. I'm about to put my first red dawn on a handgun, and we'll see how that goes. I, like I said, I've got a couple now, and, and I'm, I'm getting used to them. Uh, we'll just put it that way. I'm getting used to them. Um. We got John. Am I missing anyone else? Okay, no one's in the back. Um, I don't even want to know what's probably going on in the back chat, so I'm going to leave that going there. Uh, Clover, uh, accessorizing your lever oh. actions. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what? What is that? Uh, what? Like people who put a scope on a lever rifle. Come on. What are right. You doing right. do to me. Now, right. you know, I can handle like a peep sight. I think I can handle that on a lever. Um, I mean, you know, handguns, and honestly, you can go revolver or semi-auto, like grips. Like, I'm always looking for yeah. something different. I mean, very rarely do I'm like, well, obviously, the poly stuff, what are you going to do, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, if you're able to swap out grips, I'm usually looking for, you know, something with a more, I like an aggressive texture. So That's what I heard. Yeah. Um, the AR... You know, rail covers is one thing, like, like have okay. to for me. Like, you know, and depending on the handguard, you know, like, obviously. Especially you if you're running, like, a quad rail. rail or something. Like, a you know, the quad rail might have been the dumbest freaking thing ever. Like, I understand the whole concept of giving you, trying to give you as much real estate on a rail. But, like, what in the hell were they thinking? Like, well, it was in the early days. You know what I mean? Man, like, oh, wow, that quad like, rail would chew some hands up, boy. Take that back, guys. Yeah, you shut your dirty mouth. Quadrail for life. Yep. You have all that <laughs> key mod crap and all that. Nobody cares. Hey, don't you be bashing my key mod. I you love my... You can hush up with that gay key mod shit. That's literally shelving brackets on a rifle. It's the dumbest thing ever. Key mod. Key mod, uh, dude. I love key mod. Maybe because I'm not very smart, but I love me some life. key mod. You well, are you outside your mind. I don't have girl hands, so that's not a problem. No, there. you don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> So you yeah, don't know what it's like. Yeah. I mean, I do have a couple of M-Lock rifles, but I still like quadrails better. Mm. Well, you Pat don't have bunker. to worry about, like, where you can put stuff with a quadrail. That's the thing. I mean, it's you can to totally maul ninja out of the quadrail. And if you, if you need to, you get your 45-degree offset to go on that. And, I mean, you can add even more rails if you want. You it's could. Insane. You could. I never saw a soft mod rifle with a key mod bullshit on it. I'm just saying that. What did you say? I said I never saw any, like, you know, special operations specific rifles a key bot on that shit. You're not looking very hard, apparently. That's Riz 2s were for life. 
I think you go and ask a lot of the guys that are they're kicking indoors right now. I bet you Keymon. Yeah, they're not running Keymon. They're running Mlock. Oh, Mlock. Yeah, you're right. Keymon. Yeah, yeah you're going Keymon. Yeah, Keymon yeah, does stuff. Mlock's some good shit. Yeah, Mlock's yeah. fine. Keymon yeah. is the gayest. Yeah, Keymon is. That is the gayest shit. Quick, quick, quick. That is that is the gayest shit. I was thinking. I was thinking Mlock the whole time. I love me some Mlock. I was about to come back to, you know, Arkansas and start beating some No, no, I was 100% Christ. thinking M-Walk the whole time. Yeah, Keymont is gay. Um, yes, M-Walk's the shit. Like, I love me some M-Walk. dirty mouths. Only, for, only re-reads from Oklahoma appreciate Keymont. You understand, though, M-Walk hasn't gotten to Oklahoma yet, though. Like, I have M-Walk rifles. I just have more Keymont. You brought them from Florida, didn't you? Like, do you have problems finding shit for Keymont? Uh, yes. But I, literally <laughs> I wonder why. You should, you should put yourself through chemo and get rid of that. I don't want to change them. Man, <laughs> Lord. I still have a quad rail rifle, too, if you want to really know the truth. I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind quad rails in certain situations. Just in general, like. Biggest thing is just get some ladders or something on them. That's the biggest thing. Like I said, cover them. If you can cover them, I, I, I'm okay with it. But my God. No, I uh, still have one key mod handguard I have not swapped out yet. I wouldn't admit that, Chris. Yeah, I, I know. We're going to start a ceremony. I didn't know they still made key mod shit. Like, no, it's like super it's old. old? It's just, oh, I okay. I thought you, okay. Yeah. 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 I've only got two that are in lock, and then the rest of all of my stuff is all. And one of them is a newer one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that new one that just came in. Yeah, yeah. I've only uh, got two, and then my four fifty eight. So, have, you, com so do you, have you grown into liking the M Lock a little bit? I have. I have never attached the very first M Lock accessory. Oh, gotcha. So to anything, that's what I was telling you about the whole three D printer thing. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna three D print some M Lock stuff and play around with with some different things. But yeah, yeah the rest of my stuff had these either quad rails or. You know, I've got wood hand guards or I've got, you know, the, the old, you know, the old school round or oval hand guards, depending on the right things like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, that, that don't have any rails. So. Uh, Clover's going to print me one of those if instead. Yeah, I probably could. Uh, back when I was uh, back when I was doing the vast majority of my building, which was what mid, you know, 2000s, you know, prior yeah. to probably I'd say 2010, definitely prior to the everybody freaking out in 2013. Um, and at that time, like basically quad rails, all you could get, I mean, there wasn't that was the height of the quad thing. rail. Like that's for sure. Like that was like quad rail the, central back then. Like I'm, what? I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my SBR over there now. Uh, one of them, which is all Yankee Hill machine. Right. And oh, snap. The, He's bringing the, out the Yankee yeah, Hill. Right. You still have so, a Yankee Hill. I do. It is. Do you uh, ever shoot it? Oh yeah, that's that's my wow. one of my favorite rifles, man. That's, that actually that's might my, be worth something, bro. Like for real, awesome, that's an awesome, awesome rifle. Anyway, um, it's got the Yankee Hill machine diamond, so handguard. So the the quad rails back in the day, what distinguished the difference was the pattern of the holes in between the rails. That was mm. really the only difference you got, right? Like some of them had diamonds, some of them had flames, some of them had circles, you know. Uh, but that was really the, that was as fancy as you could get back in the day was that one with the diamond cutouts, right? Like, Ooh, yeah. and then you look at some of the stuff nowadays, it's, it's insane. Hey, Clover, yeah. I'm going to make you feel really old. Yeah. So I still have an original Voltor cast V 
and an arm sear system. Oh. Uh, from like 05. That was right when the, uh, the they could start getting them, produce them again. Yeah, or John's publicly. Over here, yeah. John's over here Googling this. trying to. Figure oh, he's Googling the shit out of it. He's yeah, like, he's, I wasn't even born in 2005. Like, what the hell are you like, guys talking about? talking about? I've still got one of the old Surefire. Yeah, I think it was right. the M73. One of the carbine leaks, like rails that you still use the actual like barrel or the extension to put it on wow speaking of that ginger bastard let's bring him in what's up you tell me well this this spring forward for all you heathens that you know celebrate this thing called daylight savings time if you can figure out a way to get rid of it i'm on board i'm I'm yeah i'm i'm okay i could care i could care freaking the last just tell me what time it is and let's keep it there all year i don't care the rest of it you know right yeah Yeah. i've been on that train forever not this like hey let's let's keep it daylight till 10 o'clock here i'm good either way and just for five cents a day you too can help snob get rid of his key mod in the yard of the angels. <laughs> it's not the cost of the handrails. It's the effort to give them the Cerakote in them. And I do not want to do that. It takes too much of my time. You too can donate to the Help Snob get the chemo treatment he really needs. <laughs> and it is annoying because now you can't just go to Academy and buy a chemo adapter. You have to go online and order it to do anything. That's what Clover, can print, Clover can print you something now. If I get but you can you can cram an M-lock with in there and make it work usually. I mean, you can get custom stuff with shelving units. I'm just saying, there's probably plenty of shelving unit stuff you could put put yeah, on dude. your rifle. Go to IKEA. I'm sure you can find all kinds of stuff to put on there. <laughs> Hobby Lobby. I mean, all sorts of good stuff. Yeah, I can just take some of my accessories off my gun pegboard and put on my rifle. Clover's going to start making some pegboard hooks as well. I got a rifle rack on my rifle. Yep. Uh, Mandatory carry says adopt universal time and daylight saving time becomes redundant. Hey, I'm all for not changing times. Like, I'm all for it. I don't care which way we go, like spring forward or fall back. I don't care. Just pick one and let's roll. Like, let's just roll. We don't do it here in Arizona, so it really screws me because you're up. fascist there. Y'all are all scared of the sun for some reason in Sun Valley. I don't know what's up with that. You're not wrong. I can't defend that. No, it's it's pretty hard. To, so what's yeah. the topic? Ginger, of course, he's scared of the sun. He has to wear like SPF 953 to go outside in the summer. Yeah, what the, the fact the fact that he's for? a ginger in Arizona is hilarious to me. Just start, just start calling him tomato. Just talk to Kurt about how much he had to like color grade our footage, and he will just tell you everything that needs to happen. <laughs> I really so, thought he was going to go. Just talk to Kurt about how much sunblock he has to rub on my black back. Yeah, <laughs> I thought he was going to go a, a totally different road there for sure. I agree. Uh, Clover, you're getting requests out there now. Defense Dad says you can print a Gatling gun set up to mount like a dozen Altors too. That would be a good time. Yeah, sure. So you Please. get snob. We need to figure out what kind of mount it would take to get the uh, the Altor because you can't like attach the, the trigger guard to it because there's not one. Like, how would you mount that? 
Did have to get interested. Uh, hose clamp would be a pretty start. Uh, super glue the, the gun, the glue gun to the AR. You know. Hey Clover, hear me out. Uh-oh. Because they're because they're cheap, and a Gatling gun would be cool. Get like eight Savage sixty four twenty twos. Right, and print you up a mount right. and a crank system, mm-hmm. and turn that it's into just... a twenty-two Gatling gun. He, he doesn't even have to go get those. He has eight of those in his right. gun room. He probably does. True. I'm just, I'm just saying, how cool would that be? Well, you could definitely do it with Marlin Model sixties, but yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The Marlin, I mean, the Marlin but... Gatling. Yeah, that would be a pain to load. All the <laughs> tube-fed nightmare, right? But the uh, the Gatlin was kind of sort of too bad. Well, what if you did? What if you did like a Gatlin with a bunch of ten twenty twos with like the twenty five round um, magazines in there? You just crank it, so you've got like eight ten twenty twos with twenty five rounds a piece. That could yeah. be interesting. Yeah, because yeah. for the price of eight of those twenty five round mags, he could just buy eight Savage sixty four. Right. Right. And then 3D print me some mags. That's what I'm saying. 3D print Whoa. the mags. There you go. Yeah. You're not having to buy anything. Get you some good old Hot Lips mags for those 1022s. Right. Oh, yeah. They oh. look great the some, first time some, you ever shot them. Some it's Butler great. Creek, man. Come on. You had, to make, you had to make sure you got the steel lips, man. You couldn't have them Hot Lips. Well, surely they've got they've got the 1022 drum, don't they? Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I'm sure they probably do. I'm sure it probably doesn't work. <laughs> Well, that's not my problem. It's not my gun. That'd be Clover's problem. All right. Uh, let's start here with Ginger. We'll, we're going to start the, this kind of going through in here. Um, let's talk ARs. Let's just talk ARs for a second, okay? ARs, no optics, okay? Like, take optics aside because everyone's going to put an optic on first. Um, what kind – do you run a grip at all? If so, what's your favorite kind of grip? If I run a grip, it's going to be a hand stop. It's going to be a hand okay. stop at the end because normally I sh- shoot short barreled ARs, if that's what the term is now. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it's normally either a hand stop or, you know, a, some sort of accessory for the light that I can grip around and just turn that light on and off. It's so like a, even like a pressure pad or something. Yeah, kind of like a pressure pad or. So the great the... thing about most pressure pads, whether it's Surefire, Streamlight, most of them, uh, this is a little hacking. I'm, I'm not probably telling you guys to hear anything you don't know, but there's a really cool way to mount uh, a pressure pad on your AR. Um, and this is where a quad rail possibly could come into play. I don't know, but if you take a piece of Picatinny rail and flip it upside down and attach that to your rail the pressure pad the long thin pressure pads fit most of them fit perfectly inside a piece of picatinny that you flip upside down slide it in attach it to your rail it sticks and you've got now you've got a little pressure pad holder just saying or just use one of the 10,000 products Strike Industry comes out with every You can years. but I'm saying that everyone's probably got a piece of rail somewhere lying around <laughs> That you don't have to do anything with, you just flip that upside down and rock it. Or Cut. just use this Surefire pressure switch that mounts on your quad rail. Some people unless don't run Surefire. Some people run Streamlights. 
Some people run Fiaci lights like Snob. I mean, you know. Shut it. That's three mics. <laughs> He's like, I got the Nebo special, man. Hush. Got no, he got he got the right. he got the Amazon non branded. Like it's not even the Fiaci. It's like well, the one they don't even put a name on. And I absolutely have that. And I got that offline, so don't worry about that. Yeah. <laughs> he bought the Harbor Freight one with a magnet. Just called it good. The magnet. Snob probably uses the light that doubles as a grenade. I mean, we all know what that is. Yeah, I've got oh, a couple of those true. around here. It's just mean. It's just mean. Um, but they work great in winter. They keep your hands warm. How do you know when to throw it though? Do you like you have like a hand test? Like, okay, it's a little too you warm. Smell it. it starts. It actually starts smelling like it's about to explode, and you chunk it right about that point. Moving along. Um, bring Rod in here. Rod, handguards. <clears throat> do you change handguards out typically, or do you do you kind of go with what's what, what it comes on? <clears throat> I just run with whatever I bought it with. I only ask you guys, and just throw this out to the, the, the whole chat, but I mean, I'll ask you Rod first, but are like handguards in general, guys, and hand, are handguards or the design of the handguards is that a factor that you look into when you're buying an upper or you're buying an AR is the design of a handguard or no? No, not at all. To me, it is. Um, I, you know, I'm not saying that I'm going to sit there and choose something because of a handguard design, but if I've got two rifles that are the same price or about the same price and one has a really cool looking handguard or something that's not going to burn my hand off. And I, I mean, I, I like skeletonized handguards. Um, personally, um, uh, when it comes down to most of them, I, I do like skeletonized handguards, but, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. What do you guys think about handguards? Is that something, is that a factor when you're purchasing an upper or purchasing, um, a rifle, or even if you're building a rifle and you're choosing which handguards is, are you looking for a specific type? And that's out to everybody. Go ahead and, and just chime in on handguards. I mean, not really. If it's on the gun, it's probably the one I want. But I will say that I've looked at like the Aeronox system cut on the top for the cloud because yep. it's right there where you see clamp. And it's just easy to flip that light on and off. Yeah. Uh, anybody else like handguard snobs like I am? I mean, to be fair. Nice. To be fair. I was at the gun show one time. Tulsa, and uh, I got a really smoking good deal on an upper because it had this goofiest crap. It was a pistol upper, but it had like a four inch, just solid tube metal handguard. I mean, it was terrible. It was a ten and a half inch upper, but the tube's like four inches. Anyways, what's wrong with four inches? Like, oh, different yeah. conversation. My bad. Yeah, yeah. John made it for me, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, I got it for like a hundred and fifty bucks cheaper. Then one of them with an all right handguard and put a $75 handguard on it and save some money. Yeah. You mean you didn't want an Uber shorty Varmiter handguard? No, it was stupid. It's always come down to look for me, right? Like, so, yeah, so I like, yeah, looks and the appearance of a handguard is something that I actually take a look at. So, what is your favorite kind of handguard look style, I should say? Man, that's a good question. Probably. I really like the triangle look, you know, the retro triangle handguards. I really do. 
Are you talking like the old A ones type yes. thing? Oh yes. snap! Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you How talking you about your light onto that? You said hand guards. You did not say rail. No, no, no. You're right. No, no I, I wasn't saying rail. It was a hand guard. Just I, mean, I didn't. Yeah. I very few times do the A one hand guards come up in a discussion. Oh. I don't say they're bad, just you don't hear people talking about them very much. Rifle links, yeah. I've got a I've got a rifle length on my six eight SPC. I've actually got rifle length triangle handguards that I was able to custom adapt to fit a sixteen inch barrel, a carbine, uh, carbine gas system, sixteen inch barrel, and it's really kind of neat because the You've only got about three inches of barrel or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> on the on the outside. So it looks like a short barrel. It almost looks like a short barrel rifle, right? Because the handguards yeah. take up so much space. Yeah. Uh, but it's not. It's a 16 inch barrel. So it gives it a really cool look. But yeah, I had to it took some figuring out to figure out how can I make that work. But yeah, I like I like them that much. I mean, they feel good. They when you um uh, you know, having that triangle, and I mean I'm guessing there's a reason they were designed. Right, but I, I would have to believe there was. Yeah, but with I don't that, know what that it was. triangle design, if you're talking about a traditional call it a C clamp grip or just gripping in front, right? I mean, it kind of fits your hand the way your hand. If you, you know what I mean? If sure. You, if you reach out and you're grabbing that handguard, that triangle is, you know. Uh, now I do like the looks of the modern stuff. I'm not gonna lie. So like I, uh, for my 458 SOCOM. I didn't have a whole lot of choices on the rails for that, unfortunately, because the gas block is so darn big. Um, and I can't even remember what, can't even remember now what brand. So that you is, probably had to go like a floating handguard at that point, though. Didn't I definitely you? did on that. I definitely did yeah. on that, and I had to. Do go you like in general end. float? Do you have, do you like floating handguards in general? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, a lot easier to mess with, but that, yeah, that particular one, that was the most expensive I've to this day I've ever spent on a handguard too. That handguard yeah. was like 180 bucks, but I had to have the right ID. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it, yeah, would, yeah, yeah. it would clear and it was just nothing else out there that was that big, unfortunately. Now, do you guys, and this is for the whole chat, like, you know, as far as handguard length, do y'all like carbine length? I mean, do you have a, a, a specific length that you like, or does it really matter? Well, I mean, I don't like the look of a 13.5 handguard on a 16-inch, 16.5-inch barrel. Okay. I'd rather have the 15.5. I don't know why we still do that 13.5 on a 16. See, I, li I, 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 like, I, I like the barrel sticking out a little bit more. I don't know why. I don't depends know why. The, totally, depends on the overall, totally depends on the overall look of the rifle. Mm -hmm. That's like, true. What are, you, what are you going for? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my 20-inch count rifle has a 15-5 handguard. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's going to look the same as, rifles. yeah, it's going to look the same as a 13.5 on a 16-inch. You know what I'm saying? So it's going to look kind of similar. Do you like the look of that barrel that far? Do you like having, no. like a lot of people like the floating handguards that basically even cover up almost the break sometimes. You know, I don't like well, that. I have, I like... I have on my 300 Blackout pistol, I have a linear comp in there. It's a 10 half inch barrel and it's got a 12-inch handguard. So it runs to the end of the linear Yeah, comp. absolutely. Well, yeah, and do you like that look in general, or is that just yeah, that, that particular rifle? Something different for that rifle. I'm, yeah. I'm with you, snob. That that look is just it's just clean. Just having that linear comp all the way to the end of the handguard, but like on a on a 16 inch barrel, like the 13.5 on a 16 just does not 
look good to PBE. There's just too much barrel sticking out. I'd rather have a 15.5, have the extra length, and have the extra rail sections. Yeah. 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 And, and the great thing is, is there's different stuff for everybody, what they like looking at, you know, for sure. The three of us that like the longer handguards also have longer arms, unlike some people, so that helps too. I don't know why he's flexed on his arm length all night. Like he's 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 like insecure about his arm length, so he's got to flex on him. You know, I mean, he's he's I bringing up he's he's bringing up arm length. He's bringing up hand size. I mean, not all of us are built like freaking bears, bro. Like some well, of us I mean, are, are yeah. built like you know Winnie the Pooh. You know, well, some of us have to be small to do the dirty jobs too. It's fun. This is true. I don't mind getting dirty. Anyways, it's a whole other story. Um. I think we offended Rod. He just said, I'm out of here. I'm going to keep my camera on, but I'm out of here. Uh, Chris, I know that for competition, you run uh, you run the PCC in competition. Uh, real quick, if, if you don't mind, can you kind of explain how you have your PCC set up for competition? So when I started shooting USPSA, every, my grip and everything changed on my rifle because I was kind of like, but you did it first. Like I would use the Magwell, and um, so. Oh, so yeah, you're, you've converted to the 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 extended arm, hyperextended C clamp, huh? Pretty much, yeah. Oh my so god! I gotta. I like to have the handguard stop right behind my comp, mm -hmm. and then I always have a hand stop or an angled foregrip there, and it's for me. It's just kind of, you know, you got to break your grip a lot during a match so it, yeah. it's just kind of like a, a memory thing for me to go right back to that same spot every time so repeatability is important in competition it is and that's why i wanted to have him kind of explain his setup on his competition because a competition setup is going to be much different than a home defense uh probably setup you know much different you're not going to be running lights or anything like that on your i i do agree with john though like i i, I like the don't hand agree guard. with john nobody needs to agree <laughs> with john on anything I I like the look of the longer handguard like that, but for me, like if especially on my competition rifles, I want they all need to be the same length and they all need to be right where they all, you know, same grip, same same length handguard. I need it all set up. Like so that. do you it's have good. like so do you have like uh do you like skeletonized or what, what kind of handguard? I mean, do you do you have a specific handguard that you run on most of your stuff or is your competition set up different than others? Well, all my competition guns are M lock with a skeletonized handguard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I, yep. I, I, that's what I prefer. And yep. I, and I like them kind you know, fairly slim too. Um, so, but yeah, that's, that's There's what a I joke. There's a joke in there somewhere. I'll just let yeah, you know. Yeah. But I like, slim. I just got a certain grip that I have. And I, so I try to keep my, like my AR for my rifle matches and then my PCC for USPSA. I want them, I yeah. want them the exact same. Yeah. Now, Kyle, uh, when it comes to handguards, uh, do you have a preference on length or what kind of handguards you're running? I wouldn't necessarily say a preference. I guess it just depends on what I'm using the rifle for. I think that's the general consensus anyway. Um, <clears throat> Yeah, no, not really. Just quad rail. Um, get my foregrip, and I'm good. Uh, everything else. This fool around. is running a quad rail with a broomstick. I'm just saying. Like, 
man, the early 2000s are calling you, aren't they? They really are. You're like you're yeah, you're all are. in on the 2006 setup for sure. Well, Kyle was like 12 when that was a thing, so. Yeah, he probably was. He and John were probably in middle school or something. Uh, Rod AR style. Um, When you talk ARs, what are some of the stuff like for hand guards and all that? Do you have specifics that you look for or just whatever you can get? I'm not real picky. I don't. This is, I guess, a different one for me. I don't get big into accessorizing stuff. Just the only thing I don't like is a quad rail. So other than that, I I live with anything. Uh, I so, get it. Would you rather have quad rail or key mod? To be honest, yeah, I'd take the key mod over the quad rail. Wow. Now Pat says he runs a quad rail with a broomstick and he likes it. That says a lot about you. Just kidding. Just kidding. But we got to go back to having the girly hands, and I have bad girly hands, I guess. Oh, I. It's because you I, work with lube all day. It keeps them nice and soft. Wow. Wow. That was. He's almost, not wrong, though. That was almost teed up for him, you know. Um, now, Defense Dad brings up something that I was going to get ready to go into. Uh, he says uh, all this customization, like Cerakote jobs, but what I personally don't care for is plain black rifles with just color kits added. Um, do you guys, this is up for everybody, all black, or do you like Cerakote? Or, or, I mean, like, I like Rattlecan. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably one of the few Rattlecans guys that are still out there. Uh, but do you guys like different colored, or, or is it all black? You know, the old black rifle still look good to you, or what? Krylon's a thing for a reason. Yeah. I get it. I'm not a poor. I'll go with Cerakote. It all depends on the rifle and the purpose or what, you know, what your ultimate goal is. I mean, I've got them all from, you know, they're black with, you know, no color at all other than black to, you know, the accessories and things are a different color to they're Cerakoted and everywhere in between. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm digging the odd black multicam right now. No, black multicam is pretty cool. I'm not gonna yeah, lie. Yeah, multicam black's pretty slick. Yeah, that's pretty oh slick. hell yeah, that would be nice. I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure Clover's got an FAL and like roadie camo hiding in the closet somewhere. Oh, you know it. I want to know. Well, never mind. Is that Pepto Bismol there, snob? What is that? <laughs> I thought prison pink. So he uh, he seracotes with Pepto Bismol. Does that stuff work? Did you say prison pocket? What? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, Snob actually does Cerakote. I actually need to bring some stuff to you to Cerakote for me. Um, so for like Snob, you do anybody else besides Snob actually do Cerakoting themselves? I don't either. Uh, so I'm going to bring Snob in since he's the only one. Like, I've always been interested. What, how long, let's just say for an AR, like, what's the process and how long is the process for Cerakoting? Um, like a lower upper hand guards and all that is that is that a long I mean, drawn out truthfully like a few hours of actual work time you've got your cure time and stuff but yeah in the oven time you so like so do you have a dedicated oven or i mean yeah. can someone yeah, use can, can someone use a, a kitchen oven or no i mean i guess you could but it'd be a little small mine's big enough to put a small car in because it's like a so like you can hang everything up on hangers or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. 
Like what what kind of temperatures are you having to run to get that done? Like two fifty or so, two hundred. Depends on what you're. I mean, depends on what it is. Certain different things require different temperatures. Well, let's assume it's not a high point. <laughs> I have high points are what one hundred and sixty or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bake it at two fifty. Yeah. I mean, when sure. I'm getting a grease out of metal, I'll bake it at three fifty or something just to speed it along. Yeah. Get it a little quicker. Yeah. I hear you. Um, one of the lot. Oh, let's kind of go through here. I wanted to touch on a couple of these real quick. Um, well, I'll come back to that one. Um, favorite Cerakote. Like, if you could, let's let's go through the room. Kyle, if you could Cerakote and customize a rifle right now today, what kind of design or color scheme would you go with? I don't know. I've seen a lot of Miami Vice at uh, SHOT Show. Yeah, you and do. And I really kind of want to get the Miami Vice scheme right now. So you're talking like the turquoises and the hot pinks and all of that? Yeah, all the all the pretty colors, man. Yeah, the boogaloo colors. There are some pretty sweet ones out there. Dang it, I should have worn my Miami Vice shirt instead of this one tonight. Oh. I mean, that, that kind of goes... I mean that that's that's the design. I mean, you well, can go I've got with that. the retro rifle Vice City one, and I should have worn. Oh, you do have it. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. yeah. Of course you do. You picked that one up at Shot Show. This one came from Shot Show. The other one I ordered and paid way too much for. <laughs> there you go, uh, Chris. Cerakote and AR. Any design, any color scheme, whatever. What would you go with? All right. I don't know. The last the last one I had Cerakoted from Victor's Legacy, they did a really awesome job on that one. Um, I tend to mix up some black and red on most of my guns, but um, I don't know. You know, that new, uh, the new Beretta shotgun that just came out, I love that Tiger Stripe uh, camo job. I've never been one. a Tiger Stripe guy, but yeah. Some some of it looks really good. Like if you do it the like right that way, black, like the black multicam colors. But it's yeah, that's that's pretty sweet looking gun. Yeah, yeah. Um, aside from your high point snob, what color scheme or pattern would you uh, like to go with? Here, I'll just share my screen. That's my sure. favorite work I've ever done. All right, let's share your screen then. This is obnoxious, but I'm pretty proud of that job. Uh, have you shared it yet? Yeah, it's down there. I... Oh, hold on. Uh, full screen. There we go. What is That's that? My little pony? Uh, it's an autism awareness. <laughs> it's obnoxious as fruit strap again. It looks like somebody chewed up a bunch of jelly beans and spit it out. That's pretty much how. That's pretty much how I circulated it. That looks eerily familiar to the high point. Yeah, it does. I painted the high point the second day after this instead of doing it at the oh, same time. Gotcha. That was the yeah, dumbest yeah, thing yeah. I've ever done because that took hours to do. You have to bake it between each color. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That's pretty cool, though. Uh, Chase, Cerakote, style, theme, color scheme, what would you go with? I mean, 
I'm a sucker for good old God's plot. I'm an M81 Woodland kind of guy. Okay. Like, you don't hear people talking about Woodland um, and liking it. That's awesome. Dude, I love Woodland. Like, that's my jam. I Me mean, too. I love Woodland, too. Yeah. I also that's, knew what Shining Boots was. We didn't have the Digi in Mar, you know, Marpat when I was in. We we were running, we were running Chocolate Chip and, and, uh, woodland, so I'm a, yep. I'm a woodland fan. Um, Rod, what about you? Cerakote style, theme, color scheme. Which, what would you be your favorite? Oh, I, yeah, I love having Cerakote. I got several guns of Cerakoted, so, and I'm just about up for anything to play with it. Like, you want snobbed, it's kind of neat to do something different. So, right. right, right. Plus, it was easy. I all my Cerakotes usually done for free, so. Kind of fun to play around with. Sure, sure. Uh, Clove, what about you? Like you're gonna go with some like mo- some mossy oak shit, aren't you? Now, I mean, I really like the cryptic stuff. Um, yeah, yeah cryptic's not bad. You know, it's kind of got that snake skin, dragon skin, you know, style look. Uh, and especially the, I guess it would be the snow or the winter, right? The the, the White and yep. the blacks and the grays. I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's that's pretty good looking stuff. The yeah. Yeti, the Crypto yeah. Yeti. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, John, what about you? You know, the the black multicams have been kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I do want to do a yeah. Lego gun at some point because that's kind of dope looking the Lego colors. Interesting. Uh, the other thing is like I've been messing around with Stealth Arms like website because they probably have the best custom seracoding website to like check out colors on their stuff. It actually it actually like shows you what it'll look like. Click the link in the chat and you'll see it. I just chatted it over, but it shows everything. And their guns called the platypus and I really like the one that they've done. It's they call it Perry. So it looks like Perry the Platypus for those who know what that is. It is hilarious looking. I know what that is. Yeah. But their website, like, I've not seen a website with a customizer as in-depth as theirs. And the, like, the color selection, it gives you the color number, too. So I can just, like, screw around with it and then go buy the color number if I want to. Yeah. Now, Pat says the Nintendo Zapper. I believe, Kyle, you guys have a a Nintendo gun, a handgun. Yeah, Uh, they had one. The Kyger Nintendo is pretty sweet. Not gonna lie. Yes, we did. Yeah. Uh, for yeah, me, I, yeah, it's, uh, for me, I, I, I would probably, I, I like, I like the white camo, like um, white camo, white, gray, and black. I think is a sweet looking camo pattern. Um, just in case, you have to go to war with Russia. Just in case, like here's the thing, because like, okay, so this is a good question for the panel. You guys can throw this out there, but I'm gonna answer it first, but. Like when I'm doing like my rattle can stuff, like I'm not worried about the 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 Red Dawn scenario where I'm not trying to rattle can my rifle to like, you know, camouflage in with the foliage. Like I, I like rattle cans. I just like a rattle can look, but a camo look. Like I don't care if I, if I have a white camo. I'm like, oh my gosh, well they might be able to see that in the trees. Uh, they can see it, then that means they're close enough for me to see them too, and and they're probably not living. Um, but I like a white camo. I, I do like the 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 uh, the black 
Absolutely, I think that's a sweet pattern. But I think I, I would like to really, I haven't done one yet, but I really would like to do like a white, gray, and black camo thing. I think that'd be pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, I was going to say something that was up for the... Uh, I was going to say, do you guys, when you when you talk about camo, like, are y'all worried about it? I mean, do y'all have a reason why a camo, like, oh, if we're hunting or I wanted to blend in with the foliage for hunting and all that, or are you just picking a camo because you like a camo? Just the way That's why I usually just keep my rifle black. Yeah. It kind of goes with everything. And, uh, but, I mean, if I was in a specific terrain and, like, was going on, like, a mission. Well, that's, that's, yeah. that's where the whole rattle can came from, honestly, is yeah. – um, having to be able to change depending on what you were doing and, and all of that. That's, that's, was an easy way to, and a lot of things that people don't realize is that that Rust-Oleum paint, man, it, it actually does help protect the rifle as well. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's where the whole rattle can came from, you know? Yeah. Just paint them up mission specific. Nobody cares. Yep. Just yep. paint them over, paint them over, paint them over. Yep. And, uh, yeah, easy, easy peasy. I've, and the great thing, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I've lost far more rifles leaned up against trees, and I'm not not lose permanently, but but I've lost far more rifles leaned up against a tree that were blued with wood furniture than were painted or camoed out or yeah. whatever. Like those are, I don't know what it is, or I haven't. I should have said I've lost. Uh, but you've also lost a gun in six inches of snow too. Well, so that's said. But I, there's something about it. Maybe it's just around here, like foliage and you know, out in the woods is different everywhere. But yeah. if I take any type of a camo or if it's got any kind of color to it, OD or FDE or whatever, like it just it sticks out like a sore thumb around yeah. here for whatever I, reason. I'd tell you what I'd like to do is I'd really like to do with, with the old sniper rifle, I'd like to do a really cool design. I don't know what I would want to do with it though. Like a part of me says that'd be a kind of a cool one with a with a white camo, but I would like to really do something with that rifle. I think that'd be kind of cool to to do something with because it's such a long rifle. You can have really cool lines on it. I mean, like it would longer rifles. I think are are better to do some of that stuff with because it's it's it just got more real estate to do some cool stuff with. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet. I think a white camo might be pretty cool on that. Just saying. Come with my, my Bob Lee swaggered rifle, you know. In the in the final scene of the movie where he was in the all white. Oh man, that'd be sweet to do with that. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, hour and a half. Fantastic. I've got stuff I've got to actually do with the house. So we're gonna not go two and a half, four hours with this thing. So I'm gonna start real quick and uh, bring Kyle back in. Uh, bro, I know you guys are. Uh, first of all, see you in about a month, uh, at NRAM. Um, I'm assuming y'all are going to be there, but I know you guys have a lot of cool stuff that's come out or getting ready to come out. Um, I want to let you kind of get to a few minutes and talk about Anderson and, and what's going on with you guys. Cause you guys are doing some cool stuff this year. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hope to see all you guys at NRAM. Um, uh, <clears throat> you know, we're going to have, um, our Kyger series out. Our uh, suppressor series, the Kyger 9C Pro, will be out um, with us. We'll have some of our RF-85 rifles. Um, come check us out. I don't have the booth number with me, but if you just check us out on social at Anderson Manufacturing, um, we'll be posting that here shortly. 
Um, <clears throat> one more cool thing we got going on right now is if you go to AndersonManufacturing.com, you'll see a homepage slider come across the top. Um, we're doing a Tiger 9C Pro giveaway with Alien Oh, snap. Yeah, they, they threw in a plate carrier, um, three different types of holsters, um, specifically for the Pro. And then you can win the Pro. And then like 100 rounds of 9 mil. I think they threw in a sling and a gun belt too. So <clears throat> go check that giveaway out. At least enter in. Get a chance to win that. When uh, when will that be announced? Like the winner is it going to be during NRAM or is this is this like an NRAM thing or no? It it's going no the um, winner will be announced April seventh. Oh, okay, so before NRAM. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's it's more of a St. Patty's Day. Gotcha. Yep. Awesome. That's awesome. That, that's a so go to AndersonManufacturing.com and it's you said it's on the front page. Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. And, and then one more thing. Um, Absolutely. And we'll also have it at MRAM. Um, you've seen that shot show, Ghost. Yes, I uh, did. We're going to start. <laughs> yeah. Um, not the bolt action, but the bolt action will be there. I forgot to mention that in the survive. Um, but we're going to start uh, our Cerakote of the Month, April 1st. So, Oh, cool. Um, these will be limited one-offs. Um, you can only get them throughout the month, and then we're done with the design. Um, but speaking of Cerakote, you know, that's that's what we're going to start doing. So are you all um, going to do, like, a design every month? Yep, new design every month. Uh, we partnered up with Grit Will City. the Nintendo be part of that design? Unfortunately not. We probably uh, uh, you, probably, you might get sued for that, huh? <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> we don't have Nintendo fighting money right now. Yeah, I understand. Very <laughs> few do. Do you have any, uh, can you give any hints as to what might be coming down the road? Just so people get excited about them? Um, let's see. Nah, if I, if I give you a hint, I'll give it away. Okay, all right. So April April 1st, they can start looking for that, huh? Yes, sir. April 1. Right. April 1, go check them out. And uh, that'd be kind of cool. I'm looking to see. I, you guys had some awesome Cerakote jobs at SHOT Show. So I know you guys are doing some cool designs with your guns. So that'd be kind of cool to see as well. I will see you in a few weeks, my man. Uh, hang around. We're not going anywhere, but I uh, appreciate you coming in. Uh, Chris, I want to bring you in here. Uh, talk about any projects that you've got going on. You've got your live stream tomorrow night, I'm assuming. Yep. we got the chat tomorrow night, 9 Eastern. Uh, I'm just getting excited for NRAM. I'm ready to get out there. I hear you. Uh, yeah, I got some pretty cool videos coming up. I, uh, I just did a trigger job on a... One of my older guns in my collection, and uh, just got done filming that video over the weekend. And uh, yeah, I got a lot of cool stuff coming up. And uh, awesome. yeah, can't wait to see all you guys out in Interim. Yeah, can't wait. A few we were actually about exactly exactly a month away from today, the fourteenth. So that'll be kind of cool. Um, Snob, are you planning on doing anything anytime soon? Uh, I got a lot of stuff I need to do, but I've been busy doing Amazon review videos the last couple of days. So, yeah, I'll get right back on that. I hear very, you. Very now, funny. G23 is going negative, Kyle. He's saying this is an April Fool's joke you're talking about the Cerakote. Is this true? Are you playing a joke on me? Because I'm very easily gullible. No, it's no joke. <laughs> no joke. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, Chase, I'm gonna give you some time. EAA, what you guys got going on? Uh, I know some awesome stuff coming. Um, 
and you've had some stuff come out in the last couple of months that are awesome. But uh, I'll give you a few minutes to talk about EAA and what your products are. Yeah, I mean, like we did a lot of a lot of stuff the last several months. You know, obviously the MCP thirty five family's doing real well, and the PI just came out, so now everybody can get their hands on a detective model high power for a reasonable price. None of this two thousand dollar plus gun broker stuff. Um, obviously the witness 2311's dropped its shot and that's been super huge and stay tuned for in Ram because <laughs> I, got a hot tip. I got a real hot tip for you. Yeah. I bet you that's what she said. That's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Looking forward Just to wait, it. wait till I that Friday. You see all the, all the new hot. I can't wait for the new EAA motoring pistols. Don't, don't tip your hand. Don't. Don't give it away. Stop. Come on. It's, I didn't it's... say cap and ball revolver. I just said muzzle and pistol. I didn't really give it away. Killing me. Anyway, it's actually thanks, it's actually thanks, a magazine stop. fed muzzle loader. Come on. Oh snap. Wow. Like a harmonica gun? See, somebody got that. Anyways. Uh, all right. Rod, bring you in here. Uh, now we've got Protego Maximus named, actually Bob named, uh, Bob. Bob, I know you guys have, uh, been working a little bit with Avidity and Pincus with, with the PD 10. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Um, anything else you guys have coming in? I know you got, you're always got your wheels turning. You've always got different things running in your mind, trying to figure out anything that we need to be looking down the road for, from Aegis. No, nothing really, nothing big. We're just right now, I'm. So I got the behind the new calendar on the wall so I can keep up with stuff. We're just trying to get out to as many shows and range days and range events that we can get to this summer. Yeah. We've got May just about all filled up every weekend. June's filled up every weekend. Nice. So just trying to hit off these ranges and get out there. And <clears throat> so getting ready to jump down in Utah for the first time at some events and go behind enemy lines. So see how that goes. Yeah, Utah's awesome. Oh, Utah, the Salt Lake area down there and stuff, the gun community down there is huge. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. But we have some, you, uh, Utah have some really and Wyoming have positioned yeah, Utah and Wyoming have positioned themselves hugely in the long range game. Uh some of the biggest events in the country are in Utah and Wyoming. And um yeah, Utah's positioned themselves in the last probably five, ten years into a great shooting state. Yeah, and I was um, yeah, just looking at stuff. I was going to try to get down to um, this this month, next month for the shoot. Um, oh, what's the one down in Arizona? The machine gun shoot. God, I was just now looking at it. Big, Big Sandy. Big, Big Sandy, Sandy is yes. amazing. I've never been there, but like G's been there a bunch. And well, the, during the night shoot, when they had all the, the, the full full auto with the tracers, uh, he would go live every now and then and uh, show that, and I, it just looks like it's amazing. That's that's a bucket listing for me. I'd love to get to Big Sandy for sure. Well, I maybe you should go with us. We're, they do it two times a year. They'll do it in October again, and if they hold true to that and do it again in October, I think we're going to be at that one. Okay, right we'll, on. We'll definitely get to that. So that's just what we're trying to do now: is get to these shows and get out there and just get the word out, let people try our stuff and realize what they've been missing and realize that we're just good, you know? Yeah, so absolutely. 
Uh, G23 wants to know, so when's the next gun show that you're going to have a booth at? Um, probably when and where, because um, he's not too far from you if you're going to well, the for, Pacific Northwest. For him, is it, let me look, it's June. See, this is why I put this up here, because I, I can't remember shit. Uh, June, June 10th, down here outside of Boise, G23, the Boise Black Rifle Company, they're gun stores they're having their big range day to one day events getting to be a pretty good deal so go. we'll be at that one so it might be something he'd have fun to come down to and go. then i think we're going then we've signed up to go to shootah down in utah that's when we're going to down in springville that's starting to be a pretty good event so just doing stuff yeah. like that and like you said um trying to do stuff like we did with pinkus talking to some other people right now about that same kind of deal nice to work with nice. some gun companies and another cool thing we've just recently in the last month or two we've just had a lot of these training companies consulting companies reaching out to us oh yeah nice and and wanting to do business with us and some kind of collaboration so we're kind of looking into several of those right now which is kind of cool and it's we'll see how that goes it could be a good, good place for us to get in with these training companies because like one yeah. of the guys that founded one out of Utah that called me, he says it's something every training class, every new student especially asks us, what what gun cleaning stuff do you use? There you go. That's so big. we're trying to get do some partnerships with that. So for other sure. than that, we're doing pretty good. And again, thanks a lot for letting me kind of hang out here tonight. And oh, yeah, for sure. You're listen welcome. to all the, the wisdom and especially the wisdom of the back chat. It? Is that, yeah, the back chat's been hot tonight, boy. I tell you what. Um, the, yeah. the, the wisdom that's there is incredible. I've learned a lot. The wisdom in our group chat is Wisdom incredible. is one word for it. Yeah, wisdom is one word for it, yes. Yes. I'm just glad that's not made public. So, yeah. Uh, now, a real quick question. I know there's a lot of people that know about Aegis and all that that are fans of your product, but if they're wanting their, like, their local gun shops or anything – to get into their gun shops can they contact you or how do they go about getting maybe the product in some of their local gun shops oh yeah no we would love to uh one of two ways get a hold of your gun shop have them reach out to us or send me a message through um instagram through email or something let me know and i'll reach out to your gun shop and that's aegisguncare at gmail.com correct yes sir because yeah we're already lo always looking at the the little gun shops. So that's right now about all we do business with is the mom and pop shops, which are kind of cool right. to deal with. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so that's where we're at. Kind of not a lot different than we have been. We're still just gearing up to try to really put ourselves out there for the, this next year. Yeah, yeah. Well, you got a lot of support. So if you ever need anything from any of us, we're. I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I'm pretty sure that I know everybody will say – we're here to help you in any way because you're you got a great product and you're good people. Uh, more importantly, we're here to help Shelly out as much as possible. Oh, and then she That's just got saying. home too. So we'll tell Screw Rob. Hello. We'll help Shelly in all the ways of right. the world. Right. <laughs> She's a nice person. Rod is not a nice person. Wow. Look, wow. all these things that I talked about how sexy you were, and that's what I hear. <laughs> you thought I was gonna die one night and you didn't come out to save me. This is hell no, I wasn't. She looked pissed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, 
John, I'm going to bring you in. Uh, I know you've got a couple things that you like to uh, <laughs> <coughs> you like to plug a couple things here and there, but uh, <laughs> I'm going to give you a hot Well, Wow. Sometimes guests that stay at the house i don't know i mean i don't know how that runs well that was uncalled for there that was yeah, that was that, that was. escalated quickly that escalated quickly kind of like the chat yeah it's trying to quickly. plug that one it didn't work out oh snap <laughs> anyways i'm gonna give you a few minutes to uh talk about i know that you've got a couple organizations that you you're trying to work with and get people to help out so uh go for it so the first organization i like to talk about is southeastern guide dogs again it's a nonprofit out of Tampa, Florida, that gives uh, guide dogs and support dogs to veterans with PTSD and all their other things. Uh, care for the life of the dog, food for the life of the dog, everything for the life of the dog, and then they kind of give them a new dog when uh, things go on from there. Um, so we've got an event coming up with them May 20th uh, in Ohio near the Columbus area. So if you guys would like to donate to that, we'd love to get some donations. We're going to have Live auctions, uh, Bobby Newman for J.C. Newman Cigars is going to be there, so it's going to be cool. So that's the first plug. And then the second one is always Bigling Impact, which is a uh, nonprofit organization run by Major League Baseball players to help support. And those guys do a awesome shoot in November every year uh, out in St. Louis. So if you're interested in either of those, uh, just let me know. Absolutely. So um... – when you're talking about the MLB guys, when you say the MLB guys are putting together a shoot, is it a group of players or is it a team or, or what? Yeah, it's a group of players. It's uh, Kyle Gibson from the Philadelphia Phillies and uh, Adam Wainwright, who was playing for oh, St. Louis. Yeah. So they put that on. And He's St. a Cy Young winner, I believe, oh, wasn't yeah. he? Not? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So those guys are really cool. They do uh, – t- it's a team event. You get um, – you can bring your team in. You get one of the players gets to join you. It's a fun day of just clay shooting, and that goes on in. So it's kind of like a fantasy camp, but with shooting instead of baseball. Oh yeah, oh yeah, That's it's so cool. cool. Um, I've got to do it once this year. I didn't get to go, but you know it was really cool because I had Adrian Hauser from the Brewers on my team, and uh, it's just a good time because those guys are so down to earth and they understand like it's a one in a million chance to be the major. So they're really giving back to the community and uh, yeah, it's been, it was fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, Clove, if you were to do anything, like what could we expect from you? We got a ghost in Clover. We do Sunday, Sunday night, oh eight my. central. Yes. Sunday number night, two. eight central number two, number two. Yeah. Powered by EA. That's exactly right. And somebody new. And we got a new sponsor, so we'll be announcing that Sunday night as well. So uh, yeah. you just saw that, John. Come on, man. You're a little behind. Yeah. Um, I know you got a cool podcast this week coming up. Who you got coming on the podcast? Uh got Brooke with uh, Great Start Shooting School tomorrow and riding shotgun with Charlie. We get Mr. Charlie on Thursday. Coincidentally, he dropped the riding shotgun Charlie episode with me today. So go show Charlie some love, even if you don't watch that. At least go show him some love. There you go. 
Chicago Mike says, where at the event is everybody meeting at so I can greet myself? Uh, everywhere, anywhere, and everywhere. So just uh, be on the lookout. I mean, most of us uh, uh, don't stay stick around in one place very long. We're always kind of running around. The best place I can tell you that maybe in the morning time, if there is a dedicated media room, um, you can usually find a lot of people having breakfast or at least talking before the show starts in, in whatever media room that they have. But uh, some of them have media rooms, some don't, and, and outside as well, correct. But uh, yeah, some of them have dedicated media rooms, some of them don't. And if they do, they're really not good, so people don't stick around there. But that's a safe bet is before the show starts every day. Um, I don't remember India Indy being that good last time. So I remember being a big room, but it was just there like was nothing there. Nothing there. Yeah, it was just tables and chairs. Like you were just going to hang had the out. pretzel bites. Did they? Did they have pretzel I bites? I don't remember yeah, the pretzel, pretzel bites. bites How did I miss that? I apparently missed. I Snob ate them all. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. I don't remember pretzel bites, but if that yeah, is, yeah, they had so many uh, chips and pretzel bites. Yeah. 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 Greet and eat. Yep, there you go. Um, yeah, so I mean, honestly, if, if it's before the show, maybe try the the media room because usually we'll kind of all meet and hang out and for a few minutes uh, before the show opens up. Once the show opens up, my man, I mean, very no. rarely are you going to find any of us all in one group. Never, but uh, you'll be you'll yep. just be able to have to look around because we'll be all walking around doing our thing. Well, it's not as this, well, I don't know. For him, it may be. No, Clover will be in the EAA booth at some point, showing off his Snoop Dogg, <laughs> his Snoop Dogg uh, sketchers. I haven't, so. I haven't got the schedule for that yet, so we'll see. Oh, I don't, I don't okay. know if that's happening or not. Oh, we'll put it on a schedule. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll but, email that out to all the NRAM attendees. Oh my God! Come, so, come watch Clover Crip Walk oh on at the EAA God, booth. Killing me. So, um. Yeah, what I was going to tell the Chicago Mike was, man, when the floor opens, hit the floor and work it. You'll you'll yeah. bump into everybody. I mean, if yeah. you're going through, I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll bump in. But if you're looking to kind of meet several at one time and all that, like I said, the really the only option you'll probably find is in the mornings, you know, 15, 20 minutes before the, the doors open up in the media room is probably the safe bet. That, or smoke breaks. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. This is true. Smoke breaks Snob. is a thing as well. Me, you. Yeah. Hey, Ghost, I got to go, so thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, say hi to Shelly for us. Later, Rod. Uh, I sure will. Yep. Right, Later, guys. Back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as, as for me, um, yeah, we've got Ghost and Clover this Sunday at 8 Central live. Uh, it will be live on my channel, on Clover's channel, and on the Ghost and Clover but if you don't catch it live, the only place you can replay it is on the Ghost and Clover channel. So you might want to go sub to that one. And then obviously on the podcast, we'll, uh, the podcast platforms will have it uh, the next day or whatever. But um, that's coming up Sunday. I'm trying to think. We've got um, actually going to be recording next week the the first episode of season two of the jarhead podcast that'll come out in april uh got some i got some really awesome guests coming up i got some seal team six guys i got some marsock guys i've got uh, uh 
a unit guy. And if you guys aren't sure what the unit is, it's Delta. You probably heard it called Delta Force, but a unit guy, which is uh, awesome. I've got some really cool, some really cool people coming on um, the podcast this year. Uh, quick shout out to Hyperion Munitions. They, uh, them, and and all the companies. There's three or four companies under their umbrella. They have purchased the entire sponsorship for the Jarhead podcast this season. So big shout out to them. Thank you. I know you got a lot of people like the Jarhead podcast. So episode one of season, this season will be coming out next month. So just be on the way on the lookout for that. Um, trying to think here. Uh, other than that, we've got a lot of product that I've got to start getting videos on from shot show and other things. So there will be a steady diet of, of videos coming out um, in the next few weeks. So be on the lookout for that. But yeah, thank you for, um, it doesn't have an actual name. It, it is, it's Delta Force, but like it's actually Delta Detachment. Um, but yeah, most of the guys call it the unit. So if you ever hear the unit, that's, that's what they're talking about. So um, the unit guys are incredibly, incredibly good incredibly good maybe maybe as good as anybody in the world uh, as much as i hate to admit that uh, they're pretty darn good but anyways yeah uh thank you guys for watching if you're if you're here live for two hours i appreciate you guys you are not getting your money back this is two hours that you will never get back and that's okay if you're watching this at replay or listening in podcast form and you've made it this far god help you uh, i know that there are some good psychiatrists out there that you might need to go see one but thank you for uh, for for watching slash listening. We do appreciate it. We shall see you next week. I believe, I think, if all things work out well, we're supposed to get our fiber optic installed Monday. So uh, can't wait for that. So we will uh, we'll see you guys next week. Until then, simplify. <laughs>